Welcome back, everybody, to the Music on Deck podcast, where we are continuing to review your songs, artists, bands, producers, uh, original tracks. And uh, I am Alex Maglione here, engineer, mixer, producer, uh, alongside, as always, my co-host, Dave. Hey, everybody. Dave Dinsmore. And uh, yeah, I'm a music producer as well, as well as a uh, multi-instrumentalist, a vocal singer, uh, former general manager of Sound Kitchen Studios, all kinds of stuff in music, me and Alex both. So Alex, it's good to be here, buddy. Yeah, man. Doing another one. Doing another yeah. one. So uh, today we are, uh, our featured artist is an art and act named Consider Me Phil. Okay. Uh, he is 38, lives in Dallas, Texas, uh, plays rock music, and he's been playing and writing for over 30 years. Um, so I, let's, Sweet. let's let's see what we hear here. Yeah. We may hear some at least some ex- some ex- experience. Yeah, for um, sure. He's got goals to win a Grammy. Big goals. I think you and I both share that goal Absolutely. as on our side of the glass, as we say. Um, and then after that, he wants to open up his own studio um, and collaborate with as many musicians as possible. So uh, so today we are going to be listening to a song called "Too Late" by Consider Me Phil. Cool. Let's listen. Then 
All right, consider me Phil. Yes. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Uh, the name now, honestly, I think it that type of song fits. Yeah. Somebody who goes by a name like that. Um, the the perspective or or um from where the song was sang now I feel like fits a character mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. somebody who whose artist name or band name is somewhat of a character like that kind of yeah. makes sense yeah um so here's what I thought about it um sounded great sound every all the the pretty much all the levels sounded good um, the only thing minor note that I have there is once everything really got popping in the chorus. I felt like the vocal could have taken a step up a little mm-hmm. bit in level because I felt like I lost a little bit kind of what he was saying in the chorus. Um, other than that, though, I was happy with it, with everything else. I think it was well produced. Um, all the elements sounded strong and present. Um, drums were really a, a cool sound. Guitars were full. Um, everything sounded really good. Effects, I felt like, were just right. Um, I felt like there maybe could have been... I felt like the vocal was the driest thing in the mix. Mm-hmm. I felt like the vocal could have been a little more gritty or just a little bit, a little bit more of something there. Yeah. Um, it felt, it, it just felt a little, a light, you know, light, um, not even like mid rangey, but it just felt like there could have been a little bit more depth to the sound of, mm-hmm. of his vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I, I think he had a good voice for what this was. Um, I, I would definitely consider this rock for sure. Um, with, a, with like a hint of, of alternative stuff in there, um, uh, with, with some of the sounds going on and some of the, um the effects and, and that type of thing going on um but overall really good for me uh not not too many not too many uh, you know bad things to say about it and uh, not that we're searching for bad things to say about these these songs that we're reviewing but overall really good the only thing i would say is the outro i liked it i liked what what how the song broke down and then into that piano thing with uh with the harmonies and 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 the kind of spaced out vibe there I just think it was too strung out. Mm-hmm. It lasted a little too long, um, especially you know. And and again, I don't. I'm not even thinking there's something wrong with a four minute and fifty second song. I just don't think it needed to be that long. Right, I think right. that even that outro part, I didn't have the feeling of like, oh no, it should have ended. You know, like I liked what was going on there. It just I feel like yeah. it went too long. Yeah. Um. With that being said, though, it's going to be a really good score for me because, like I said, I can't find there, there's nothing I don't like about it. Um. I think uh, I think there's plenty of people that that would really dig this, and uh, and again, I think it was it was produced well and, and well done. So the score for me is going to be an eight point three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So All what right. do you got, Dave? What do you, what <clears throat> yeah. you think about it? Well, you know, uh, again, I'm going to start with a caveat because you're in my wheelhouse, and yeah. um, I am probably more critical of my own genre. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Than, yeah. than, than some people would be, and and I um. Uh, I liked it. I should say, first of all, right off the bat, um, I felt a lot of the sentiments that uh, you've said. I mean, to me, um, I really love the dirty tone of the guitar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm, I'm going like, you know, you'll hear me say a lot. I don't like that guitar tone. I like this one. This one was dirty. Yeah, it was And cool. yet it wasn't like muddy. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yep. There's a difference. And so I really like your guitar tone. Um, it's got a dirty vibe to it. And I felt you're sort of more from a punk kind of standpoint era that is kind of been commercialized you know what i mean like you know, yeah that's a good way of putting that still got you know yeah. that sort of like hooks and things yeah that maybe punk kind of steers away from but i feel like the root of it is definitely and i think that's where why i kind of said alternative a little bit because it's not 
it's not punk, but it's not like you know Metallica it rock. Definitely you know, like, has the commercial side of alternative. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's definitely got some some hooks in it, some earworms. So I, I really appreciated that. I exactly like Alex said. Felt like the vocal. Uh, it needs to be up a dB. Um, you know, in the beginning. Uh, I felt like it was kind of too low the whole way through. Okay. Um, at the very beginning, I think it sits fine, but it quickly becomes too buried. And yet, you know, I want to say, use a scalpel here. It should not be overbearing. You're close. Yeah, You're yeah, very yeah. close. I just think you need to nudge that fader up just a tad. Maybe do a, um, a, a, a level ride. I felt like there was kind of a set yeah. and forget it kind of a thing here. I mean, move move the level up during when it needs to come up, and then move it back down when it needs to come down. Or do more of it if there was. Yeah, definitely um, got lost there in the chorus for me, I, for sure. You know, and I'm with you. Alex already mentioned it. I would say, um, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Uh, no reverb on the vocal. You know, I, I think maybe the vocal was a little too dry, and I'd rather you be too dry than too wet. Yeah. So you're on the good end of that, but I would still say it was a little too just barren um i would throw a little something on there um i would say the guitar could be brightened a little bit in the middle um it got a little dark for me um when you added in all those extra elements um also right before v2 uh you had a little um uh, guitar part and you know what it was missing for me um is missing a lead line that would continue uh so it doesn't just drop out i felt like right after uh, that guitar part, you go into verse two, mm -hmm. there's nothing to replace mm -hmm. it. And I think yeah. you could put just a little, da -da -da, just a simple, a mellow, mellow simple lead thing, little yeah. few notes to continue, continue that lead line on through there. So it doesn't feel like I, I felt, I felt the void. I heard the void. It drew my attention. So I definitely don't want that. I would say for me, the mix could be a little more polished because the sound is so raw. I think if you have a raw mix and a raw, uh, tracking it makes for an extremely overall raw experience. That's, that's a good note. I heard a little bit of that, and I was and maybe you know, that's what he's going for. Yeah, that's a good note. I, I heard some of that, and I you didn't make a comment about it because I f it's it seems intentional. Okay, it seems intentional, and it might be. But you know, it might yeah. be. But I'd say for me, and and honestly. I really, really liked it. Let me just stop here and say I really dug it. But I will say a lot of what I'm going to tell you is producer envy. I wish I had produced this. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you all stuff that I wanted to do with it as I'm listening to sure. it. Um, but maybe that's what you're going for. But for me, I feel like if you're going to have a raw tracking, you're going to have dirty, gritty kind of tones, you really need to kind of just smooth it out a tad and mix. And I feel like whoever mixed it was very much... Hey man, you know we're just gonna let we're just gonna set this and forget it. It's an it SSL kinda, mix almost. You know what like, I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, it's it it's, it's, it, it, it's it's very discreet. It's very yeah. subtle, uh, which is great. Which is great. And again, I would rather you be on that end than this crazy over ironed kind of a thing. So really, notes I don't normally give. You know, and I and, and you're on the better side of that to me. I think there's too much overproduced stuff. But I would say the mix could have just a little more polish to it, a little more level rides, a little bit more rounded. Uh, you know, a little bit more spread wide. It's all very narrow in the center. Um, um, it, it, but again, I don't hate it. I'm just saying this is what maybe I would do. Um, I love the outro. I'm with Alex. But I'm going to throw something crazy at you. If we had had a writer's session, I would have suggested that this be split in half and it go in the front as an intro. And then it Bam! I'm, and, man, that's another thing I was thinking too. And, and then I return was like, as an outro. Sure. Yeah, man, darn. Begin because it the like length, that. The length of what it is, yeah. you could almost just cut it in right. half. 
and have part of it at the end because the song slams in. Right. I mean, there's right. no it slams in. So maybe you put that in the build it in a little bit. Yeah. And then come into the hard thing and then come back to that at the end. I like that idea too. That's yeah, I was thinking that it's another thing that I just kind of didn't say because I yeah. wasn't it wasn't a negative. Well, to and me. it's not. I mean, that's yeah. really an opinion kind right. of a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, he Producer might be like, choice no, thing. Like I wanted said. to slam it right. in, and I wanted this long outro. Okay, get it. But honestly, as a listener and as a you know a producer, I would have immediately suggested you split that in half and divide it in two because I like it. It's just not. It's just too long, you know, either or, or just cut it out. But I'm telling you, I think it'd be incredibly interesting. It'd be cool if that leads in and yeah. there's kind of a slow volume rise with that going on, and then you slam them, mm-hmm. and then at the end you kind of oh, there it is again, yeah. and you give a little memory of it. it it's not too much because um, it felt like too much the way you have it currently. Um, I would also say, uh, and this is just a general note for anybody who's doing this, uh, when you do oohs and ahs, uh, first of all, the harmonies have got to be perfect. They have to be perfect. And um, if you're not actually saying a lyric, it needs to not go on too long because you're not saying anything. This this doesn't have any substance. It's a mood that you're creating. And 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 so, you know, if when you do these sort of like long oohs and ahs sections, you just have to be aware of how long you're doing it. And I'm not saying the vocal the, the harmonies weren't 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 good in this, but I'm saying there were a few movements where you switched into a minor key with the piano and something was clashing in the harmonies with the piano line, which makes it sound like some some not wrong notes, rough edges. Mm. Everything, you know, it just had a little bit of that rough, ooh, ooh, somebody. Bad tension. Somebody should have, yeah, bad tension, as Alex would say. That's exactly the word I'm looking for. It's bad tension. So only minor little, ooh, ooh, you know, just tiny little touches, but there are some bad tension in there, so I would take a look at that. Overall, I'd say this is great ideas. This is a chalked full of great ideas. I would love 10% more polish overall. I'd say is my is my suggestion. So that's fair for for all of that. I would say um, I'm going to give it a solid six nine. The only reason I'm 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 down in that range is because of the uh, of the little things that I would personally change, um, and, uh, and and that outro makes it so I just don't think it can go on the radio the way it currently is. I yeah, think, definitely. You know, it, it's it not really a radio. You can't play that on the radio. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I definitely could see this very easily being uh, mid-sevens for me, uh, which is a phenomenal score. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I got. So Yeah, no, that's, those are those are all good notes. I, I, I agree with you. I The intro, outro thing was something I also thought about that's and great. didn't comment that's on. That's great. See, that shows I you felt the like instinct. it was long. Yeah. If you're hearing it too, yeah. that means that probably should happen. If, if you can do that live or if it's already released and all that fine but i'm just saying like maybe go back and do a radio edit as, as alex and yeah I yeah because the other thing i would say is if you're even going to do dave's you suggestion there i was going to say even if you do dave's suggestion there too you could probably lop off about 15 seconds on each side of it too yeah. you know like yeah. you could lop off you know just just make it more of an intro and outro um but again i i want to also say like we realize that that's art and i'm not saying that it was bad or wrong yeah or wrong yeah, i yeah. liked it i just think again dave and i are going to give a marketing perspective too and i think it was just too long from an interest standpoint of a listener or from having any chance to be played on the radio you may get that played on the radio they're gonna they're gonna cut it off Once. for you or they're gonna they're gonna make One a time. radio edit yeah. they're gonna make a radio edit and they're gonna fade it out you know on that on that outro part yeah. so but overall, I mean, those are those are good scores for me and Dave, and, and definitely a cool rock song too. Thank you for rock. Yeah, by man. the way, like I dig it. I dig the vibe. I dig your tone. 
Um, you know, little tiny tweaks, man. That's really it uh, for me. But good, good stuff. I yeah, like and I again, I want to hear more of his stuff to see if it's kind of got that same, you know, like you said, that kind of dry, edgy, you know, unpolished, you know, thing. Intention. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and again, like I said, with my, you know, with my feedback, the consider me Phil title that that interests me. Um, now yeah. that I've kind of heard what it is, I'm interested to see kind of what else, uh, you know, he's come up with. So um, definitely good cool. stuff. Cool. So uh, on to the Maglio minute here, and um, uh, gonna kind of yeah, gonna just kind of talk about a, a recent experience. Uh, drove up to Louisville uh, okay. this past weekend. I've been waiting to hear about this. Yeah, man, I figured I might as well just share it. You <laughs> yeah, know, while we're know. while we're right here. Yeah, drove up to Louisville and saw um, an act that I've been wanting to see for a very long time. Uh, got to see Luke Combs, um, who I yeah. think right now is is I mean he's the awards. Top of the game. Yeah, the awards the say it. I mean he's he's um you know acm performer of the year artist of the year you know all, all of everything in any artist could could want right now but also though a guy that i've been following since before any of this true i've been following luke combs since he was uh in north carolina you know like since bef- when he just his very early stuff you can go on youtube and see you know some early like performances and that type of thing and then you can see some some of the early times when he came here to nashville and was starting to get going um you can still see some radio interviews, some very early on radio interviews that he's done with him and his two guitar players. Um, and, and just such a supreme talent, um, very genuine, um, you know, a guy who's not trying to be anything but himself. Um, and what I saw at that show was exactly that. Um, just a really, really good show. Um, also, the show featured Laney Wilson and Jordan Davis. Um, they both opened up uh, for him. And so Laney Wilson, Laney Wilson, I just want to kind of speak about these two first as well, because they kind of they, they deserve some credit as well. Um, Laney Wilson, uh, up and coming female artist, um, came to Nashville about the same time as Luke. They've been working together almost the same amount of time. And Laney is kind of now on her upswing. She's had a oh. couple of radio hits, cool. is on the Opry doing, you know, featured on this big tour with him and yeah. will be featured on his world tour um, um, starting next year. Um, she was really good. I I will say I'll be I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you guys because that's what we do on this podcast. I have had my reservations about her. If you go and just look at her social media content and you you know see her um, you know in interviews and stuff, you kind of she is as country as it gets. Hmm. Her accent almost sounds fake country. Oh like, wow! So I've wondered. I'm like, okay, okay. is this chick like? Really, it up. <laughs> yeah, is she just is she doing what she quote unquote has to do to 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 be famous? And in this show has what is what validated for me. She was she was herself. She talked about personal experiences, um, and and her her and her band put on a great show. Um, great. So so that was cool to see. Jordan Davis. Uh, honestly, I'd heard a couple of his songs. I'm not a follower of him. My girlfriend is a big fan of him. Oh, okay. Has known about uh known about him. And was really excited to see him. So I was kind of like there to kind of just see how she mm-hmm. absorbed it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was awesome. Really? He, and he'll tell you, he, he said in the show, he was a songwriter. He came to Nashville to be a songwriter and never had intentions of being an act. Oh, wow. And somebody told him, you should be up there singing these songs. And I tell you what, his what I loved about him, and this won't be a surprise, was his 110% effort. Like, when he was singing up there, he was like, he was trying to put a hole in the microphone how hard he Ooh, was singing how right. passionate he was the stories behind his songs super awesome to see him um so that that was cool but but again luke combs 
um, a guy who's who's on the top of the world right now, who I've been wanting to see for a long time, um, validated again for me everything that I've, I kind of kind of already knew. But um, the show was good. It was a 360 stage, so it had it was it was in the middle of the arena, and there you know you could sit on all oh, four sides wow. of it. It was in yeah. the round. Yeah, it was in basically in the round. And the thing in the the there was a piece in the middle that was uh, a, a a massive guitar pick on wheels, and the drummer was on there, the steel guitar player was on there, and the pianos were on there, and it spun. Oh, cool! It spun in the middle of the right stage, on. and then Luke and his and it was Luke and then his three guitar players and bass players kind of worked around the edges. Okay. So there was like two stages in one. So they kind of walked around the spinning thing in the middle. It was, it was really cool. It was a great show. Um, I'm going to post some stuff on my social media at DJ mags, just kind of some photos and videos of it because it was just, it was, it was really cool, but um, just a really cool experience. It was worth the three hour drive up to Louisville to see me and my girlfriend also had a conversation when we got back um, about who would we drive to see like that? You know, because mm. you have to think about that. Yeah. You know, who, what act is on your list of, I would drive, I'd make a road trip to go see. I know for me, that list is very short. Like oh, Luke yeah. was one. Mine's even shorter. I drove to Atlanta <laughs> to see Dave Matthews Band. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if there is anybody mm-hmm. else who, who would pop into my mind who I would be like, eh, I'll wait and see if they come to Nashville. But if they're like, if they're not coming to Nashville, I'm not going to go You're see them. You're not traveling. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, Luke Combs show this weekend at the KFC Yum Center. Uh, was a great experience. Also, a by note, the way, terrible name for a KFC Yum Center. I think that's dope. I think that's cool. Golly. Come on, that's dope. What's next? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> the KFC Yum Center. I think that's dope. Oh I think that's gosh. dope. Um, also, for anybody with uh, other interests, other interests, I would say, um, fifteen minutes from the arena is uh, the Southern Illinois or no Southern Indiana Caesar's Palace. So I uh, went up there and lost some money, too, after the concert. So I okay. uh, had, right. had some fun doing that. Um, Jordan got her first uh, uh, casino poker playing experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, and okay. she looked she looked more composed than I did. So <laughs> I digress, though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Luke yeah. Combs' concert in Louisville was, was awesome. Um, I felt awesome, like sharing man. that with y'all. And, and Dave, I knew we hadn't even talked about it yet. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. glad I could share it on here. So uh, what do you got unsolicited for us, Dave? Yeah, well, that's awesome, dude. I, I've been yeah. I've been curious, you know, and, and also it's it's cool just to know like some some really awesome concerts that like you know if it, I may not have been interested in that, mm-hmm. but now hearing how how good well, the time you had, I too. might actually be like, you know what, that's worth it. You yeah, know? and I'm a skeptic too. I hate to say it, but like I am Nashville. Like I'm at a concert, standing there with my arms crossed. Yeah, you know, like yeah, waiting yeah, to yeah. be impressed. Yeah. So like I'm I'm I, a I tough I'm not. a tough concert goer <laughs> because I'm not having as good as good of a time as everyone yeah. else just by nature of who You're I just am. Critiquing the crap. Yeah, just everything. Shaking so, your head. Yeah. I love it. So I had some comments that my girlfriend didn't like about certain things or whatever, but overall it was a great experience. Yeah, and, that's and another thing. Yeah. Uh, being, being a significant <laughs> other for us is going to be a real nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, I'm the same way, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to ruin it for you because I'll be like, mm, that guitar's too loud, yeah. or, you know, oh, yeah. that mix is terrible, or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, we tend to be pretty overcritical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, but if you do music as a job, it's kind of hand in hand. You can't put that you down can't help sometimes. It. Yeah. Well, on uh, uh, my all right. So on my unsolicited, um, I want to give uh, a few of my gems, as much as I consider them gems, for how to produce a mix. Okay, sweet. And keep in mind, I am no uh, god of producing. Um, I do things my way. And the only way that I know that it's good is because I've only really ever had positive feedback. So I would say, you know, these are the things that I do may not be the things that will work for everyone. But I will say that, um, you know, uh, in, in my opinion, um, 
there are ways to always have your hands on the wheel without driving the car, I guess is a good analogy. I, as a producer, I want to allow my engineer uh, the chance to make choices. Um, I also really also kind of like to take a, a gauge of the room. I kind of like to have other opinions mm-hmm. and kind of say, you know, and, or, or a lot of times, Alex, you know, I say all the time, you know, I'm hearing, uh, are you hearing this? Like, right. I'm, I question myself yep. and I allow other people to be a part of the producing project. So I- I- in my opinion, um, it, it's not, I- I'm not a huge fan of going in there because um, you'll see a lot of producers that will go in there and become little dictators and basically mm-hmm. say, yeah. I'm going to do everything. You don't need to worry about it. You just turn your knobs and you just sit over there and let me do what I do. And I just feel like to me, that's a closed off process. And Alex and I are always advocating collaboration. Well, collaboration is not just in songwriting. Right. I mean, to me, it's it's a um, when I put together a project or Alex put together a project. I mean, we we never refer to each other as like you're my this. I mean, we're a team. Mm-hmm. We are a team that yep. is going to all universally contribute almost to the point where we get to the end a few months later or something, and we're like. Was that your idea or was that my idea? And we yeah. can't really remember because it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, really, at the end, it does not matter. As long as those original uh, ideas and things, um, you know, come out. So I, I, I delegate. I don't frustrate, you right. know. Um, yep. And, um, you know, the other thing I would say, too, is, you know, don't be afraid to live with several mixes if possible. Um, and don't build stone walls around your ideas. So, you know. Allow yourself to kind of, you know, get everybody's opinion, kind of put everything down and then kind of come up with a mix and then really live with it. You know, go to your car several times. You know, if you can wait a few days. Yeah, sleep you know, on We it. just talked about this and, and I really want to advocate that, you know, living with a mix too many times. And if you can't, you can't. And I was in a situation many, many times where I couldn't. I had to literally give mm-hmm. a project to someone within a day. And, and it just is frustrating because, you know, you don't know if those choices you're making are the best choices. It doesn't hurt to give it just a little bit of time. Um, so, you know, be malleable up until the final tweaks would be would be would be kind of the theme that I'm thinking of here. Um, the next thing is, you know, I would say create an air of positivity and creativity for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So try to keep it light. Um, you're under a lot of pressure. Uh, only somebody who's really produced a major project can understand the pressure that you're under. You have thousands and thousands of dollars. You have uh, studio owners a lot of times mm-hmm. that are pressuring you to deliver to their client. You have, you know, uh, parents and family and uh, sometimes manima- management teams and yeah. labels and AR that are there giving their opinion. You have to manage all of these differing opinions, and you got to do it with grace and humility and a smile and a light air because it can get really heavy in a studio and the artist almost will sense it. It's an air. It's a, it's a vibe in the room. And if you bring it down, it's going to naturally kind of go there anyways. The artist is going to be questioning themselves. The AR person is not going to like what's going on currently because they can't hear the mix. Mm-hmm. They're only hearing what's coming in the board. And then you've got, you know, the studio owners who want to make sure that their client is happy and that, you know, the person they paired you up with is, is delivering to their client. Um, there's just... And, uh, or even you know, independently. I mean, if you're independent and you've got this artist, you know, then all the pressure is on you. Try to keep it light. Try to keep it conductive to creativity because, you know, you know, music is a joyful thing. Yep. And so you have to have a joyful experience at making it or guess what? You hear it. You hear that it was not a joyful experience or people, I've seen people fold like a, a lawn chair. Um, and then kind of my last quick little note here is um, be an ax when it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, all of what I just said is acceptable up until a point. 
So as the producer, the ultimate call is on your shoulders alone. So once you have kind of exhausted all ideas and everybody's, they kind of tend to maybe double up or keep going and going and going and you need to cut it off and move on. Mm -hmm. So I think Alex knows there'll be a time where I say, or times when he says, you know, when we're in a session, okay, that's it. Yep. You know, I've heard everybody's opinions. I'm going to do this and everybody needs to go with me. Mm-hmm. And yep. everybody in the room needs to go. The producer says we're going that way. We're all going right. Way. Whether you disagree or not, whether, you know, that's, I'm not fully convinced. This is, the produ- this is why you have a producer. This is not a democracy at the end of the day. I think it needs to be as much as it can be. But if you try to be too much of a everybody gets a vote, then it just turns into complete mm-hmm. chaos. Well, that's uh, something I'll add to that, too. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And, and this goes for in, in the overall producing standpoint, but I think it, it, it does come up a lot in the mix is know who you're working for, mm-hmm. whether you're the producer or the engineer, the mix really engineer, because who it, it sometimes gets lost who has the final say. You know, you may be as say as the mix engineer, the producer, you know, is the final say. You may feel like you as the engineer, you know, should have all should all, be. all power yeah. of what's yeah. what the mix is, is and I mix. think this is yeah. right. Yeah, this yeah. is my mix. But if the producer says turn that up. And at the end of the day, that's what he wants. Then you just have to live with it. Yeah. You know, you, you get him what you think is your best. And if he decides this is what I want, then you need to do that. Or in some certain cases, it may be the artist or it may be artist management or the artist mom. You know, you may need to be making sure what you are doing is OK with who that is, you know, as the 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 actual the final call. Right. You know, in the that money, go- as we say, yeah, the money. And that goes for the mixer and the producer. Sometimes it can get very, I don't know what the right word is, annoying or frustrating yeah. when there is a mix engineer, a producer, an artist, and a mom manager label because yeah. there yeah. are going to be multiple heads in there that want to have their opinion on how this is supposed to sound. And all it, feel like they absolutely should. Right. All feel completely yes. justified. So, yeah, so it's very important to know who actually, you know, who has that say. And and sometimes, honestly, what you have to do, and, and we've both been a part of projects like this where you get the people who are in control of what it sounds like in the room aside from those other people, and you yeah. say, okay, yeah. Let's put our heads together. Who is who are we trying to please here? Yeah. Who do we need to listen to to make this be what it is? And then you just all go together in that direction and say that's what it's going to be. You know, because it it will it will nobody will be happy with it if that goes unknown or is um is not defined. So yeah. that's just something I wanted to add. Yeah, to that. yeah, and I I think it's all great points. You know, I I just think you know um you know when you're producing you know a mix and and you're and you're producing a project. I just think you've got to let people be who they are. Let let your mix engineer be a mix engineer. I've seen a lot of people, you know, producers standing over a mixer oh, yeah. and telling them where to turn the knobs and, and you know, where yep. to move this. And I don't like that, you know, or, or doing it too early. Mm, <laughs> Poor yes. guys trying to build oh, it. Gosh. You know what oh, I mean? And you're like, All right, give me a second, man. Like, it's, it's not, not there. It's yet. not there. Like, you know, <laughs> wait until the end to make your critiques. That would be another thing. Wait until he's done to start saying what you want or you don't want. Because if you're trying to direct a painting while he's painting it, mm-hmm. it's impossible. You're just messing the painting up. Mm-hmm. So let him do his thing. Let him do the whole thing and then come back and say, this is what I need moved or this is what I want. Because that's who you hired. That's who you got. You know, you got that dude because you trust that dude to right. give you what you what he vi- envisions. 
But ultimately, the producer does have the overall control of the project. He's the one that's going to have the the butt kicking if it sounds like crap. Yep. So <clears throat> all of the pressure falls on on a producer. But I really, really want to advocate: allow your people, session musicians, mu- uh, you know, mix engineers, help mastering engineers. You mm-hmm. know, let these people do their job. And then if you don't like something, then give them then give them the coaching. Um, but you know, I, I hope some of that will, will help you produce a mix. Help you produce. Um, just from a, a, a standpoint of, of where I'm at, you know, and because and I've gotten a, a lot of success with it. I think the people that I have worked with like working with me. Um, I think the people I work with respect me and yet at the same time feel that their creativity is being honored in the session. Yeah. And I think that's important. Uh, and, and you'll f- uh, hear a lot of people basically say, you know, the, the sessions were joyful. There wasn't really any tension, any stressful kind of points. And they feel catered to, yeah. That's important. Yes. It, you know, music is fun. Music is joyful. Music is love. Don't forget that in the process of making it just because it's stressful. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful for everyone. In a in a recording process, so that's my uh, unsolicited. So that's good uh, stuff. Yeah, I, and I and that that I'll say what you sometimes yeah. say too is I mean I think you uncovered a co- you know maybe a deeper you know a deeper uh, unsolicited mm. there too with mm-hmm. with just kind of you know maybe what I said with with um, who are you pleasing in the room or or yeah. Yeah. producing to you know are you producing are has the client hired you to make it whatever you want and 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 they're happy because they know what you're going to get it to or are you producing it to what the artist wants or to what a label wants or you know that's all you know that's all um different stuff i think that can be discussed 100 bigger 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 topic to to discuss that was cool that's good producing a mix i think is 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 something that it gets overthought um i've i've recently been working with a with a band where uh the producer comes to me and we sit down and do tweaks together. See, I love that. Man, I That's do great. too because it saves me from doing 10 diff- 10 mixes or 10 yeah. rounds of tweaks. Yeah. I can sit down with him right by my side. We're hearing the exact same thing at the exact same time and and he can say, "Let's try and turn this up a little bit." Now, a little bit is different than over the internet saying, "Let's turn this up to 2 dB." Right, right. Because turning it up 2 dB may be too much. Yeah. And I may be able to tell it too much, and then I send it to him, and he's like, "Yeah, 2 b two is too much. Let's take it down to one." Yeah. If he's sitting next to me, it's, it's just like, "Let's time. turn it up. Let's try one. Yeah. Let's try 0.5. Let's try two. And then you figure it out right there. Yeah. Rather than having to wait half a day to hear back or whatever. So yeah, that's just an, another another side point. I love there it, man. Too, so, I love yeah. it. No, it's great. You know, and like you said, that's something I think I can maybe explore a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you got in your suggestion box? Something, something really cool. I, I showed it to you right before this episode. We, we listened to it down. Oh, and, that's for this episode? Yeah, heck cool. yeah. And, cool, uh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. And was it probably three, uh, maybe two-thirds of the way, and you're like, wait, I have, I know what this is. I did. I was like, so, I swear I've heard this song before. Yeah, so it's a, it's a cover of a song um, by a group that only does covers, uh, and the group is called Scary Pockets. Um, I found them on social media, I believe on Instagram, um, and they take, you know, pop hits um, or, or rock or, or, or just, I should say, hits um, that have come out recently and um, do these like kind of jazzy, um, broken down versions of them. Um, and, and they're just all a vibe. Um, so this one right here is called Good For You by Scary Pockets. Um, it's, it's the cover of the Olivia Rodrigo song that's been a massive hit. Um, huge on social media and 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 um, a lot of money behind the song. A lot of, a lot of um, companies have used it in commercials and, and that type of thing. Um, but but a massive hit. But this this scary pockets version is it's a different vibe, isn't it, man? man? It is like 
it's just it's got that again a good tension like it's got this pocket they're called scary pockets but it's got this pocket that's like oh my god holy smoke so yeah it's it's cool so check I that out it. good for you by scary pockets the uh cover of the olivia rodrigo song that's what do you good. got yeah man I, I so so this is an artist that's new to me but you know like so many other things um guys there's a million artists and a million songs out there so if if you know about it it's well it's new to me <laughs> it's, she's not an artist that is new she's been around for a while but this is an artist called yiba and i'm super excited about this artist i um I feel like I'm still not hearing her best. You know, when 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 I, when I listen to her songs, I still feel like there is a vehicle out there mm. that's going to really push her into the stratosphere. I believe that. I think the yeah. songs right now are still explorative, which I really like. You know, I mean, there's, it, but I think it's it, there's a little weirdness to it in every single song, which I dig, but I think might be holding back the commercial standpoint of it. It uh, and and just to for the listeners, I, I've heard of her and and I have a song. Um, that she's featured in on my favorites list and the album though that you've showed me that that you're about to kind of talk yeah. about um is it's almost like a it and this is weird that we talk about this on this podcast but it's almost like a fully produced commercial ready demo because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. three or four songs you showed me off this album are yeah. massively different Very it's much. like what lane is she actually yeah. going to land in eventually yeah. and, you and, know? and honestly i didn't show you all of it so so number one i would say the album is dawn came out in 2021 and um, uh, it's by Yiba. Uh, did I say Yiba? Yep. Yeah. So, so you know, it came out a little while ago. Um, produced uh, by Mark Ronson. <coughs> produced by the amazing Mark Ronson. Mm-hmm. If you don't if know, you don't know. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but 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 I'll tell you. Listen to the whole album because um, I found probably five or even six songs, and I'm not an album person. Listen, if you're sitting out there going, "Oh yeah, I don't want to sit and listen to a whole album," yeah, I don't either. I'm that dude that picks one single, and Alex is like, hey, dude, yep. have you listened to that whole album? And I'm like, have you listened to the album? <laughs> no, I haven't listened to the album. I don't have time to listen to the damn album. So he's he's more of like, you know, the yeah. real, like, I'm going to get behind everything. I'm like, man, you get one shot, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I'm telling you, the whole album is amazing. And like Alex said, it's because one minute she's a folk singer. And then the next minute, she's in uh, an ASAP Rocky collaboration. Yep. And then in another one, she goes into reggae. Mm-hmm. And then in another one, she's like this weird, almost Imogene Heap kind of um, multi-harmonial uh, keyboard song that has um, crazy key changes, big orchestra sound. Another one, she has like an Adele James Bond song, which I almost wanted to mm. pick. So all I can say is I really want to advocate the entire album. But I am going to pick October Sky off the Dawn album because... Uh, I just think it's appropriate for fall. She talks about fall, and Perfect, we're in fall yeah. right now. And then she also, in the song, mentions Memphis. So I was like, all right, cool. you know, those two things, I, I, I got to go with this track. But I'll be honest, I struggled between five or six. That's so awesome. I will say, listen to the album. She has an amazing voice, okay? This is an amazing singer. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to kind of follow her now. I don't know where I was. I was in a cave somewhere. Because Alex has known about her for a while, so yeah. uh, not new to probably a lot of you, but to some people, man, if you're like me, you know, you never heard of her. So it's, she's, check her out. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what her, I don't know what her potential. Where's she like going? Said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's she, she Ed Sheeran knew about her. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, she's yeah. on Ed well, Sheeran's these collaborations number, are, yeah. are with huge people, right? So, so clearly, yeah, exactly. I mean, Questlove is drumming for her. Yeah, so, I mean, right. You know, There's something there. It's interesting. So I saw her in front of a billboard in, uh, in Times Square. So I mean, there, she's no secret. Yeah. Interesting. Yet, yet, I don't think she's hit that mainstream yet. No, it's no, like she is universal. Mm-hmm. Right. This is no Taylor Swift at Midnight right. album. You yes. know what I mean? Right. So, um, but I think she's on her way. And like I said, the talent is there, and, and I'm drawn to amazing talent. So that's my suggestion. Go check her out. Yeah. Well, definitely awesome. Uh, hopefully, y'all enjoyed this episode. I think we 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 shared with y'all some cool stuff for sure. 
Um, stay tuned to hear some more. We, we're uh, we've we've got some some interesting artists coming up. Uh, we, we you know we're we're getting our inbox full of of submissions and stuff, and we're having to kind of we're I'll, I'll say we're having to kind of search for some information from some of these artists and stuff. But as we as we learn about them and we give the, give you guys like um, these okay here's so and so we're about to listen to. We're finding some some cool information and some people that even just off of their bios were were very interested to yeah. hear and, and review. So absolutely. So definitely stay tuned uh, to 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 hear more of who's on deck. Awesome guys, thank you so much. All right, y'all, peace. <laughs>